1: Welcome to Talkin Tofu, a vegan food podcast. I'm Becky Streepy, and
0: I'm David Streepy.
1: This week on the show, we get a new favorite pizza and try the frozen Daiya Tex-Mex burrito.
0: It might not be my favorite pizza. Oh, it's I a think- pizza we are excited about and decided to talk about. But I think when you're applying the big superlatives to it like that, yeah. Are you ready to say that? You've I had some amazing pizzas in your life.
1: This is, yeah, I guess yeah. so. Top three, though, I think, this pizza.
0: I would like to propose that perhaps it was the circumstances that made the pizza so tasty.
1: Maybe. But then I had some the next night, and I liked it just as well.
0: You're supposed to leave that hanging out there so that the listener is like, well, now I'm in.
1: Yeah, it was what I did.
0: No, and then you talked about the next day.
1: Oh, what I meant to say was, yeah, we'll talk more about the events of that night when we talk about the pizza. night.
0: If, <laughs> if I getting, Am I leaving all of this in? If how, Yes, okay. why not?
1: <laughs>
0: if our... Look, if the question of how they got the pizza they're talking about is the biggest cliffhanger nugget of this episode that's going to compel dun. listenership, we're already lost so i think decide now (laughs) listener whether you're gonna keep listening because that's that's our big story is how how we got the pizza
1: well this is also kind of part two of a two-parter
0: what's the two-parter
1: because last week we tried the other flavor of frozen dea burrito.
0: Oh yeah!
1: And this time I prepared mine the same way as you prepared yours oh, to see yeah. if it turns me around. So there are two very exciting cliffhangers that we will tie up later in this episode. There's
0: a disappointing catch, though. What's that? You'll have to <laughs> listen to find out. I think um, even you will be disappointed. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah! <laughs> Get ready, everyone. So, Dave is going to let us all yeah. down. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just
0: gonna <laughs> drag ass all the way through this episode.
1: Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, cool.
0: you gonna write that down? No, I said a bad word.
1: Oh, I was no. I was just okay. looking. I was just looking at my outline. I, I, I it's my tether. I clutch okay. onto it throughout. Okay, propel me through the.
0: We call it dragon ass.
1: Is that what a tether does?
0: Episode number 52, Dragon Ass. (laughs)
1: 55, baby. Is it
0: 55? Yeah,
1: the episode number is literally at the top of the page. (laughs) Yeah, but
0: sometimes this is an old script.
1: Sometimes I forget to update the number, but I try I try to be good about it.
0: Yeah. You're usually good about it. Mm -hmm. You do a lot of organization for the podcast. I don't give you enough credit on pod for the work that you put in doing this. I don't. I'm feeling I, very validated. I uh, yell out ideas that I have as I have them, and you're very generous when you listen to them and consider, act like you consider them.
1: I do consider. I know, but
0: I'm saying whether you do or whether you don't, you act like you do every time.
1: I always consider them. Well,
0: okay, so a specific gripe that I have is that we watched one crazy summer a couple of weeks ago, and. That episode came out, and I saw it on my phone, and it doesn't say anything about one crazy summer.
1: I fixed it. I changed that. I fixed it.
0: What's it called now?
1: The name. Please of the, tell
0: me it's we watched one crazy summer. The
1: episode title is Bananas. Now it's something like Somersaults are the rollerblades yeah. of one crazy so, summer, ugh. and then in parentheses because of that suggestion that you made uh, is also the name of whatever food we ate. Yeah,
0: that's a good suggestion too. Yeah,
1: I have am trying to remember to implement it.
0: I think we need to keep putting. Things out there that don't rely on people to like us to listen to it.
1: Right, right, right.
0: Like Bond Bonds, I like. I want to hear about Bond Bonds regardless of who's talking about it. Right. One Crazy Summer. I love that movie. Mm-hmm. What What were you gonna say?
1: I was gonna say. I was gonna put a note. You What you witnessed was a stream of thoughts go through my head very quickly, which was, "Ooh, write down that you should change the episode title." And then I thought my brain was like. But you'll get a reminder when you edit this episode, you'll mm. hear Dave say it again. Yeah. You could do it then, a better time to do it.
0: Episode 53 uh huh, is Look the one you. that you want to change the title of.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm going to fix it.
0: Um, and, you know, episodes don't have to stay their, their name forever. And that's like, I'm saying that if a towhead has a strong suggestion on what we should name a particular episode... They should reach out and we'll probably do whatever they tell us to do because I want people to like us so bad.
1: We're very impressionable.
0: I don't even know if it's impressionable. Like, you don't even have to convince me it's a good idea. You just have to tell me it's what you want <laughs> and that you'll like me if you do it.
1: Oh, boy. We're just a couple of people pleasers yeah. out here in the world. What
0: is this if not that?
1: It's that. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Gosh, Absolutely. I'm desperate. Love me. That's all I want is love <laughs> in all directions. Dave. What?
1: How are you? I
0: think it's clear.
1: Feeling a little needy?
0: Today? No. Oh. What? I feel needy every all the time. We're married. <laughs> you know that.
1: How are you doing? I just, I'm
0: good. Is this another take? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sometimes you do that.
1: Nope. Not this time though.
0: Oh, I'm hot. Yeah, you are. No, come on. come on. <laughs> <laughs> what's, a, what's another thing you like about me?
1: I love your shirt. Can what? I take a picture of you in that shirt for the for No, I
0: always look so bad when you take these pictures. And one, I was all contorted and like had my legs crossed and I was sitting in that chair and I didn't realize, you didn't show me the picture. And then you posted it on the internet? Oh, yeah. That was gross. I really want to turn the air on though. That's the hot I meant.
1: Oh, I, I can do that from here.
0: Did you figure it out? Figure out what? How to turn the air on over your phone?
1: I bet. You're not I'd... just
0: calling the HVAC company, are you?
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Ring, ring. Can you come ring, over ring. and turn it down? That's not what phones sound like anymore.
0: There was a Save by the Bell episode that was back from when it was Good Morning, Miss Bliss. And there was, it was the Haley Mills, was the teacher. It was the Disney Channel season of Save by the Bell. And um, they had to do a project on an invention. And. Zach and Nikki had to do the telephone and they got into a big fight and were no longer friends anymore. Then the next day there was their presentation. Their presentation was just a just a shit show. And um Nikki was all on her own and she was fumbling and flustering. And then uh Zach Morris pulled out his phone and said, Ring ring, ring ring, ring ring. (laughs) And she picked up the phone and was Mad at him at first, but then he was like, Oh, but that's the benefit of the phone is that wherever people are, they can call each other and talk through things and remember what makes their friendship so great. And like, uh, they made up over the phone, and that was the I guess selling point. Oh, I guess they had to sell the product to Miss Bliss. I mm-hmm. guess they had to like sell a popular invention to Miss oh. Bliss, which is a pretty cool project if you think about it. It is, I think that's pretty fun. The thing that stuck with me was that this actor child chose. The words ring-ring for <laughs> his phone call to his friend. Like you couldn't just do wrong-wrong or something like that.
1: Yeah. It had to be ring-ring.
0: Yeah. It was obnoxious. It was a very Zach Morris level obnoxious, but it was a Mark Paul choice.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. How are you? What you turn it down to, by the way?
1: 75. Turn it down. <gasps> what are you doing? Turning it down. What are you
0: doing? Let's get 74. Do it until you see blue.
1: It was blue when uh, I opened uh, it. Listener, it, it could be bluer. Listener, the problem is that my office doesn't really get the air conditioning, and that's where we are. I don't know what's happening up there in the ceiling, but the air does not get in here. If this door is closed in the summer, it gets hot. Well, we need to fix that. Oh, I just am fine because I'm usually cold. So, but in the winter, right, it's but unpleasant.
0: If our, if our HVAC is leaking, if our duct think... is open and the cold air is not getting through it, that's a problem that we should get a professional to fix.
1: Yeah. So I'm good. I'm excited because we signed our dog Bandit up for obedience classes.
0: Yeah. Is obedience the right word?
1: I think it's called obedience training.
0: I'm not saying it's like a loaded word or a bad word. I'm like. Yeah. Yeah. I was just, I don't know. I thought it was like training.
1: Yeah. We signed him up for training. Yeah. He is a nightmare on the leash. He pulls the whole time you're walking. He jumps at other dogs. He does not listen, and um, it makes it very unpleasant to walk him.
0: Yeah, but he rules.
1: He does. He's such a great dog. Yeah. I love him so much, and I want to enjoy walks with him. And so Dave and I talked about it uh, in that I said, hey, Dave, we should sign Bandit up for training. And Dave was like, yep, do that. And so I did it, and he, we are hopefully starting next week. Yeah? Yep. I you The way that you do it at this particular training place is you – Tell them when you want to come, and they let you know if there's room in the class. So I am waiting to hear.
0: It's a good system.
1: It's a terrible system. No,
0: I think, like, you express an interest, Uh and then they tell you if they can deliver.
1: But they could just... Yes.
0: How should it go?
1: Well, when I sign the child up for camp at the Y, each class has the number of students that can be there listed. Bing, bing, bing. I don't know why I made that noise. And then uh, as people sign up, that number goes down. Hmm. So you don't have to wait for someone to tell you. You can look and say, oh, Swim Camp has uh, an opening this week and sign him up without having to add a whole day to the process. Hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm just eager to get him in training because I can't emphasize how much I want to take this sweet guy for walks and enjoy it.
0: You know the other thing that I found that made him better on walks? What's that. Taking him on lots of walks. Yeah. Like he gets it after a while. He just forgets it if too much time passes.
1: Yeah. I think the problem is that that is part of the solution, but the walks are so unpleasant that I don't want to do them. Mm,
0: the old chicken or the egg.
1: Yeah. He's so big, y'all. When he pulls, like he's pulled me over off of my feet before.
0: He's like 400, 500 pounds.
1: Yeah. He's a 500 pound dog.
0: Yeah. Like mm-hmm. a rhino. Yeah. How much does a rhino weigh?
1: I don't know. Like
0: a ton? Two I don't tons? know.
1: Can I should I? Or do I yes. want to discuss it? Okay.
0: The should I was she held the phone up and said should I? And now she is.
1: It varies, but okay. it's between <laughs> one and three tons. Wow. Yeah. Well, Ooh. I was seeing the heaviest one is fifty one hundred pounds, so that's like two and a half tons. The
0: heaviest one
1: that I'm seeing listed. Okay. Is fifty one hundred pounds, and the lightest one I'm seeing listed is eighteen hundred pounds.
0: Well, that's a baby, right?
1: No, that is a black rhinoceros. Okay. Eighteen hundred to thirty one hundred, big range.
0: What is a baby born at? Eighty
1: eight to a hundred and forty
0: pounds. Oh, you could pick that up. And put it in a little diaper. Me? Mm-mm. Yeah.
1: I can barely handle bandits. Fifty five pounds. Little,
0: uh, <laughs> little binky. Oh. <laughs> little
1: rattle. Baby rhino?
0: What's a hippo weigh? Does a hippo weigh more or less? Guess before you look it up.
1: Less. What do you think?
0: More, because they're wet. Same range. The exact same range.
1: Uh, twenty nine hundred to four thousand pounds. So pretty close. They're In I feel like average is about the same. Yeah.
0: It's a slimmer range for a heavy beast. Yeah. See what I did there? Yes. Slim range for a stout beast. Yep.
1: I'm getting ahead of it and looking up how much a baby hippo weighs.
0: I didn't even think of that.
1: Oh, I was sure that was the next question. I thought I was so smart. 60 to 110 oh, pounds.
0: Oh, you could hold that.
1: Look how cute this little baby hippo is.
0: Well, hey, guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, little guy. You
0: just stick your hand in that mouth.
1: No, that eat your imagine. hand. No, it's- Hippos are so mean, aren't they? They
0: grow mean.
1: Mm. You don't- the they become,
0: No, they're nice and then the world's mean to them and then they turn into jerks.
1: Oh, they're like people. Yes. Hey, what we got a letter? Oh yeah, well a message. This message comes from Mary Ellen. That's friend of the friend show, of the pod. Mary, friend of the pod, Mary Ellen. Friend of the pod, Mary Ellen says we have a county park in our town too. I just started listening to the latest pod. We call it Hudson County Park. I did not get more information about what is at Hudson County Park. We can find that out. She's in New Jersey.
0: Oh, Hudson County, New Jersey.
1: I guess. Also tell Dave. Dave, all those movies were on our HBO playlist, too. One Crazy Summer, Mannequin, Police Academy 3. Everything I watched in the 80s seems like he watched, too. Hey,
0: that's great. Isn't it? When you put that pregnant pause and also tell Dave, I think it's going to be some pasta water shit or something. I
1: know. Why do you do that? Suspense.
0: Hey, Mary Ellen. I think we we got the same free preview weekends. I think. um, (laughs) Yeah. There was a guy named Les. I forget his last name, but he was the host of the free preview weekends. And I always thought that was just a local Cablevision guy, but maybe it was a national Cablevision guy. Or maybe it was a guy who was the HBO guy who was r- the representative for the free weekends. Yeah. His name was Les.
1: I like it. I what, don't remember The name that or
0: the, the concept?
1: The concept. Okay. A preview weekend guy. That's cool. Yeah.
0: I loved it. I loved all that stuff. All the little bumpers in between. Thanks for the letter, Mary Ellen.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. And if you would like to write us a letter, you can send us a direct message on Twitter or on Instagram or write us an email at pod at gmail.com. We will almost certainly read it on the pod.
0: I would love a uh, drawing.
1: Yeah, we got that one drawing from Kadri way long ago of Takey. Yeah. And and I miss it. If you would like to do a drawing and submit it to us, We'll put it on the Instagrams and the tweeters.
0: I don't even think Takey saw that drawing. No. I think he died before then.
1: He didn't die. He came back. Is that true? Yeah. I think,
0: yeah. <laughs> check the wiki.
1: <laughs> Listener, get at us. and Takey die again? Do you care? <laughs> what?
0: This is Talking Toe News. This is a segment of the podcast where I pluck a ripe headline from the vegan world and submit it for discussion. And this one, this one's a spicy one. Ooh. Yeah. Might be a mistake, but here we go.
1: <laughs> oh, no. So
0: this one's on plantbasednews.org, and it's Emily Baker posts this. She posted it whew, nine hours ago. This one's going to burn my little handsies. It's that hot. The scoop is that hot.
1: <laughs> uh, who wants a hot scoop? This wouldn't be melted.
0: What do you mean? As an employee of Piccadilly, I will tell you that lots of people want hot scoops.
1: They want hot scoops
0: of green beans. They want hot scoops of dumplings. They want hot scoops of mac and cheese. They want hot scoops of that sweet cobbler.
1: Ooh, cobbler.
0: Cultured foie gras gets government backing, expected to meet price parity.
1: Whoa.
0: Yeah. How's that for a left turn?
1: This is a this is a spicy one.
0: The French cuisine is being billed as having an existential crisis but this Paris-based brand claims to have the answer. Foie gras made with cell cultured technology has received funding backing from the French government and European Commission. It's in line with shifting per- perspectives in the growing industry as companies race to provide an environmentally friendly alternative to meat. Um, it kind of begs the question if it is less controversial, But still just as gross, (laughs) does it matter?
1: I don't have any memory of what foie gras tastes like. It's been too... I don't know even that I've ever... Mom, if you're listening, have I ever eaten foie gras? If I have, it would have been with you. Also, I had a question about the culturing. Did they culture the liver cells of another goose? And when they do that, if that's what they do, does the goose survive the culturing?
0: Good question. Thank you. I would assume, I mean, I'm I'm going off of the fact that this is on plant-based news and that they would call that out. Yeah. But it's a good question. The ambition is that in many places, cultivated foie gras will not only will be the best option, it will be the only option.
1: Cultivated.
0: hmm
1: Ethical foie gras, says Food Navigator. Oh, boy. Lab-grown foie gras, says Live Kindly. Let's see what Food Navigator says. Cultivating duck egg cells. Hmm. Talks about how bad foie gras is. Filling a gap in the market. That's not what I wanted to know about. Tapping duck egg cells to reinvent liver. Unlike cultured meat, firms, um, they aim to mimic liver. They aim to mimic liver. It's hard two words to say. Mimic liver.
0: Mimic liver. Mimic liver. Do it five times.
1: Mimic liver, mimic liver.
0: Mimic liver, mimic liver, mimic liver, mimic liver, mimic (laughs) liver. Thanks.
1: You did great. Thank you. Scaffold. This is almost too detailed. (laughs) (laughs) Begins with a freshly laid duck egg from which the team extracts a few cells. It doesn't say... What happens to the egg after they extract the cells, or whether they need to continually do that, or if once they get it going, they can just self perpetuate.
0: But is the egg fertilized?
1: Well, for me, though, you would still be raising these ducks for their eggs. And right. so the cruelty is more like happening to the mama duck.
0: Right. But then what if you could, like, scoby it?
1: Right, right, right. And you like, just do get it the once. cells that
0: one time.
1: And then it just. It doesn't
0: seem like that's what's happening here, but. Maybe. I don't know. Who am I, a scientist? Look, I only picked this article to share on the podcast. I'm not an expert on it.
1: <laughs> um, it seems to me that the purpose of this is sustainability and not ethical treatment of animals.
0: Well, but I think I agree that it's not about ethical treatment of animals, but the way this article positions that seems to be like it's trying to get into places where foie gras traditionally is shunned like they're trying to make less controversial foie gras
1: yeah for sure i don't think i'd eat it without more information
0: i don't think i'd eat it with more information Oh, because you I'm don't like foie gras. not interested yeah and i don't think i would really be able to separate like The fake experience from what real foie gras is like, it's a pretty horrifying dish. Yeah. And even if I was eating like a fake version of it, I don't know. It feels like it's just like forever tainted. And maybe some food should just go extinct. (laughs) Yeah. But at the end of the day, I think. uh, It's
1: definitely better.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's... It's not... It's one less goose that is...
1: Force Put that through that every everything. time,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's something to that, but whether or not this solution is like a vegan solution, yeah, I don't know. Like basically every other fucking aspect of foie gras, this is complicated and <laughs> unpleasant to talk about. Yeah, but it's interesting.
1: It is interesting. Yeah, I think you're right. I it's it doesn't strike me as a, a vegan option, but it's definitely. Better for ducks than what is happening now. I, which and there's something to be said for that, even though it's not what I want to be happening.
0: Yeah, I think like I would challenge us to kind of look at the tone we set everywhere else on this podcast, which is less about gatekeeping, whether it gets the stamp or not and more about the progress that you can make and the way that the world can shift if everybody makes a little bit of progress i know it's not really about that but um and i think this kind of fits into that it's an unpleasant subject that is made less unpleasant by the work that's being done to it and maybe that work is not being done for completely altruistic reasons but maybe there are some people in that lab for whom it is you know maybe there's some guy who's Horrified at the idea of foie gras, and wants to find literally any other way to do it than that, you know. Yeah. To which I would be like, "You're spending your whole career on foie gras. Gross."
1: What are we done? What you
0: did not want to talk about that one?
1: I was uncomfortable. I was choosing my words very carefully. me Feel awkward. It was a good story though. Yeah. Yeah. We got to talk about that pizza.
0: So we went to California and spent a few days in LA. And then Becky flew back to Florida to pick up our son. And I stayed in California and went up to San Francisco. And then on Saturday, we both flew back on our respective flights to Atlanta, and I was supposed to get there in the afternoon. No, you were supposed to get there in the afternoon. I was supposed to get there in the evening, and what ended up happening was there was bad weather everywhere. I got delayed. You got mega delayed.
1: I got mega delayed because there was a bomb threat, and the entire airport, the whole ass airport was closed. You're
0: saying nasty words now. Yes. Okay.
1: That's me. The entire of Fort Lauderdale Airport was closed.
0: Closed, and you were on your way.
1: We landed at like 11 p.m. instead of 4 p.m.
0: hmm
1: Yep, and Dave, you landed at what, like 8.30? I landed
0: at 8 p.m., okay. took uh, a lift to the house, got the car, drove back, picked you up because we needed a car seat.
1: But in between that, la la la. you did the work of an right? absolute angel on this earth.
0: So what I did at the baggage claim... Was I called the junior's pizza and I placed a delivery order. And we live about half an hour away from the airport. So I knew that that pizza, that hot pie, was going to be waiting for me right when I got home. And that's what happened. I texted Becky. We put together an order and then I ordered that pizza. I got home, ate one slice real quick, and then put it in the free in the fridge uh, so that. Uh, the whole family could have it kind of fresh when we all got home about an hour or two later. And that was what happened. And that is why I think you're saying this was your favorite pizza because you had been traveling all day. You had eaten Subway. You had <laughs> um, the stress of plane delays because you even got delayed after after getting your flight yeah, too. And then you got here. We were together. We hadn't seen each other in a few days. I hadn't seen the kid in like two weeks. We got home. We ate some za together at like 1130 p.m. It was great. It was like a family party. It, it was like, like we a, were having a sleepover.
1: A late night pizza party. Yeah. I loved it. So
0: I think that was a nice memory in my mind. And if I was to attach the food to that, I'd be like, yeah, that was one of my favorite pizza eating instances.
1: Oh, but then we, so I agree. That that was, that was my first, I guess I had that Subway, but it was the first thing I'd eaten that day that felt like a meal.
0: Well, that Subway sounds like it was pretty good too, because the child asked to give his compliments to the chef at the Subway.
1: We got back in line so that he could tell the sandwich artist my compliments to the chef. And that's the best sandwich I have ever had is the words he used.
0: What did the sandwich artist say?
1: He said, thank you. That was it? Yeah, he was very busy. It was very busy Subway.
0: You did give him like a pin or something?
1: It was like one of two Free restaurants cookie? in that whole terminal of Miami airport that was open. Mm. And um, he was busy. There were people behind us, people ahead of us. It's a lot. He smiled and said, thank you. And I think that's the most- oh, you,
0: you didn't say the smile part.
1: Oh, well, I mean, he smiled. He was nice about it. He was a very nice guy. Okay. Hats off to him.
0: Yeah. What was his
1: name? I didn't get his name.
0: Oh. Subwayne?
1: Subwayne. <laughs> that was it. Right. Was Hat- it really? Yep. Hats off to you, Subwayne. Uh, should I talk about the Subway that we got? Yes. <laughs> we got Veggie Delights, everyone. Veggie Delights on white. White Ugh. being the only uh, bread at Subway I'm aware of that's vegan, unless there have been changes since the last time I checked, which it's been years.
0: I think there was a ruling recently that it doesn't qualify as bread.
1: I That does sound familiar to me. Yeah. The tuna
0: salad does not qualify as tuna either. Maybe yeah. <laughs> we got a foie gras situation on our hands. <laughs> it cultured itself right out of being food. <laughs> Gross. Yeah.
1: So we got veggie delights. The kid got spinach, tomato, and onion. And I got pretty much everything. And Subwayne, I mean, great job, Subwayne. My sandwich was so full of vegetables, they were like falling out of the end. He did a great job stacking that sandwich.
0: i I don't doubt that it was a good sandwich, that it was tasty. I mean, we were very hungry. Yes, this is adding fuel to my fire. Yeah. That if you're on the same day that a child is declaring a veggie (laughs) delight the best sandwich he has ever eaten and going to Subwayne and giving him his compliments Mm -hmm. on the best sandwich that he's ever had in my life, if in that same day you just happen to have... (laughs) The best pizza that you have ever had in your life.
1: Look, it was an emotional day.
0: I. That's my feelings point. Feelings
1: are delicious. That's the point I made. Feelings were the fifth member of this band. <laughs> so do we want to talk about what was on this pizza? Yeah. It was their but regular I'm glad pizza. that we
0: agree that
1: the feelings this the is ship? an
0: emotional. No,
1: never. no. I don't. Stop doing that. <laughs> I'll never stop it's doing not, that. It's not what Listener, think it is. I'm making a, a joke about fish. Fish the band. Kind of. What? You're kind of. <laughs> Is it wrong? It doesn't make any sense. It's a great it's a great joke about Fish the band. It and just, um, so I'd like to say analogy, hats off to me for my great joke.
0: In your joke, we're the band? No, the pizza's the band. And there are four other members, three other members in addition to the pizza, and then the emotion is the fifth member of it?
1: Mm-hmm. The toppings and then the emotion on top of the pizza. Oh, we only got three toppings. Che- the cheese. Do,
0: you, cheese. do you see the, the contortion that you're the- having to do to make this even <laughs> make sense? Do, get it to a point where you have to explain it to somebody else. Like, it, to even get it to something you can point at and be like, this, let me explain this."
1: <laughs> it's an airtight joke on this pizza. Regular crust. We did. Dave did not get the Sicilian crust. Thank you, Dave. Because you don't like it. I know. Sweet. It's of you. the best
0: pizza in town. That's the best pizza in town.
1: It is a good pizza. I know. But it makes me feel so garbagey after. It's you, a real shame. You are already feeling garbagey. Oh my gosh, so garbagey. <laughs> yeah,
0: you know, I left my Kindle on the plane that day too. That oh. was a that was a stone cold bummer.
1: That was a stone cold bummer. Yeah. So on this pizza, still haven't gotten it back. Tomato sauce, vegan cheese, there's spinach, Beyond sausage crumbles, and jalapeno. Yeah, yeah, y'all. So simple. Eat it.
0: So simple. It's so good.
1: Yeah. It's just it was this, sp- and the way that they do the spinach, it's like, do they call it roasted? Yeah. These big, dense clumps of spinach that are like they melt in your mouth when you bite into them, but they're crispy on the outside because of being in the oven. And then there's like the chewy, spicy, tender crumbles of Beyond sausage. And then every once in a while, you get a spicy bite of jalapeno. Oh, it's a
0: spicy bite. Uh, Hey, we should talk about those jalapenos I grew. Yeah. I grew some jalapenos and they're super spicy. The ones I grew last year, not spicy, but the ones I grew this year.
1: Almost too spicy. So spicy. We had mac and cheese for dinner last night, and I had some leftover mushrooms from a recipe. So I stuck those mushrooms in the air fryer with a whole chopped onion and one of those um, jalapenos that Dave grew. I sliced it up. I cooked them at 400 for maybe 15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. I forget. Somewhere in there. Oh, I sprayed them with a lot of spritzy oil. Cooked them for 10, 15 minutes, shaking every few minutes, and it was so delicious. But wow, those jalapenos were like very spicy. Yeah. (laughs) Shockingly spicy. Yeah,
0: we were hooting. Kept hooting. Anyway, good pizza.
1: It was a really good pizza. It was a good pizza. And the next Mm -hmm. night we had it for dinner again. Yeah. And it was just as delightful. Yeah. I enjoyed it so much. I really like whatever they are doing to their spinach. Okay. I enjoyed that spinach a lot. Yeah. Junior's. If you're listening, I love your spinach.
0: You can add them. Go ahead and add Subway too. <laughs> hey, best sandwich our child has ever had. Maybe put some hashtag Subway in there, get those sub freaks <laughs> subscribing. Yeah. Yeah. People probably get into that.
1: My only regret about that Subway, because it really did do the job and it was surprisingly good. My only regret is that I didn't look up which of their sauces were vegan because I feel like a sauce would have been really nice. I was just trying to get this child fed before he had a meltdown. And so.
0: Yellow mustard.
1: That's it? No.
0: Deli brown mustard, mustard seed spread, oil and vinegar, Subway vinaigrette, sweet onion sauce, sauce, and fat-free Italian dressing.
1: Dang, that sweet onion sauce, I almost got it. And then I was like, watch it have honey. Mm-hmm. And so I just decided Nothing. And like then a real I was murderer's gonna,
0: row of sauces.
1: And then I almost did oil and vinegar, but then I thought I'm going to be eating the sandwich in my lap at the airport, and I, I think that's too messy. Mm. I don't want to be covered in oil and vinegar and then get on a two-hour flight next to a stranger.
0: True. I don't yeah. – I, I typically, like, I can't do anything that's not a bagel <laughs> or a salad, like, and a dull-ass salad before I get on a
1: plane. Yeah,
0: I can't. I can't do like fast food, which like right by our gate when we were flying out was a Grindhouse. Grindhouse rules. They had Impossible Burgers. They rule. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna eat a big ass burger and then get on a small tube and have to watch my stomach and my toots for the next <laughs> X number of hours. Yeah. Not to mention you feel like garbage. You just feel like a hot grease. I mean, we I've done this before. We've talked about this before. Have we? Yeah. And then we felt like super assholes for doing it. We did it on this podcast. Oh,
1: talking about fast food. Yeah. Fast food at the
0: airport. So never mind. This is us backing into the bushes
1: slowly. Okay.
0: But that's... Grindhouse is like gourmet. Yeah. Not gourmet, but...
1: It's fancy. Yeah,
0: it's fancy burgers. So it's kind of a different point. but still the same point. Hey, if you can do it, more power to you. I can do it. If you're... Okay.
1: (laughs) I can do it and sometimes I do do it.
0: If you're bringing it on the plane and sitting down next to me and unraveling it though... Fuck you.
1: (laughs) I would never. No,
0: I mean people, not you. I'm not gonna say that to you.
1: (laughs) Just like that.
0: No, I'll say to a stranger. (laughs) And by that I mean I'll tell you what I was gonna say to that stranger (laughs) after the stranger goes away.
1: What was it the that was the child? Was a child?
0: The child I told you about, so when I went to the bike store and I was unloading my bike and a child came up on one of the lime scooters. (laughs) and parked his Lime scooter behind a car so that the car wouldn't be able to back out. It was a parked car. He just like parked it there just to be a jerk. And, uh, I looked over him and he looked up at me kind of like, are you going to, are you going to say something? And I just kind of shrugged cause it wasn't my problem. He had parked in front of that other person's car. And I'm not like the, the city, you know, courtesy regulator, Um, but then I came back and told Becky about it (laughs) and she thought that he had parked behind my car and then looked at me and I just shrugged at him.
1: (laughs) To be fair, that's what you would have done. And then texted me. I mean, it's a scooter. You can just pick it up and move it. Yeah. You would have let it go rather than confront this team. No,
0: what I would have done was (laughs) been like, I would have been like, uh, I would have looked at him for a second and then. I would have put my head down and I said, yeah, whatever. And then, <laughs> and then he would have left and I would have been like, kids, these kids.
1: Kids these days. And
0: then I would have come home and told you what I what I wanted to tell the kid. Yeah. Yeah. Although- But after looking through the blinds to make sure the kid wasn't outside and could hear <laughs> me.
1: <laughs> to be fair, kids these days kind of roll and they're going to save us all.
0: There are still some bad ones.
1: There. Yeah, that's true. You want to talk about these burritos? Yeah. If you listened to last week's episode, you probably remember uh that I hated my Dea burrito. It yeah. was the Santa Fe.
0: Yeah.
1: It was awful. Couldn't think of a good thing to say about it. Yeah. I think I called it the worst burrito I have ever eaten. Yeah. Mhm. And then Dave had a glowing review. Yeah. And what it ended- Which is okay. Yeah. It's fine. But what we discussed is that we, our preparation methods varied quite a bit. Yeah. I made mine in the microwave because I was so hungry the day that I ate this.
0: Yeah. The um, day that you ate this?
1: The day that I ate this. <laughs>
0: Nobody's ever done that.
1: No. And um, kind of wolfed it down. Oh. Oh. and But Dave was not as dramatically hungry.
0: Well, i just like to- I think it's worth taking the time to prepare the food so that you'll enjoy it the most.
1: I was too far gone. Yeah. And he microwaved his for like 45 seconds, 90 seconds.
0: A minute and a half.
1: So 90 seconds?
0: Yes. (laughs) Well, you started with 45.
1: And then he put it in the air fryer at 400 for 10 10. minutes.
0: Yeah, 10 hot minutes.
1: 10 hot, 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 crispy minutes in the air fryer. And we wondered if the preparation difference... Was what made the difference. Mm-hmm. So this time, we prepared both of our burritos with the 90 seconds in the microwave, 10 minutes in the air fryer. 90 seconds each. In the mic. yes.
0: Each one. We didn't put them both in for 90 seconds.
1: No, because we- So don't at us in the comments. Yeah, this is science, listener. Tell me your thoughts on the Tex-Mex burrito, Dave. I went first last time.
0: All right, here's the disappointing part. We They were different burritos, meaning I got two of each burrito for us to try for the podcast, meaning last week we had two different burritos.
1: Oh, right, right, right. In my haste, I also made us two different burritos.
0: And then this time we discovered that they were two different burritos.
1: Mm -hmm. And we
0: were like, well, we're not going to not eat the burrito. Like you still need to eat the burritos. So I had the burrito that you didn't like last time. And you had the burrito that I did like last time.
1: Yes, that's true.
0: I had the burrito that you didn't like prepared the way that I like. Yes. But the question is, and we might want to edit this part out, which was which?
1: (laughs) I, this time, ate the Tex-Mex.
0: So that means this last time. My glowing review was for the tex Was for the tex And this time, my review is for the... Santa Fe. Santa Fe. Got it. That's all.
1: W- what did you think? Review it. What? Review it.
0: I didn't like it as much as the other one. Okay. But I thought it was good. I thought it was fine. It was just bland. It was a little bit blander. Mm-hmm. It didn't have as much zip and zow that going on in every direction like that other one did. But I felt like the texture was great. I felt like the preparation made it an enjoyable experience. I wished with this one, and I didn't wish it with the other one, I wished that I uh, was waking it up with a little bit of sauce, like putting some hot sauce on it or something I could dip it in, like some sour cream or something like that, maybe some guaco, but uh, as is, a little bit dry, a little bit boring, but not unpleasant.
1: Okay. I felt that the texture was definitely a lot better. Yeah. Crispy instead of gummy
0: tortilla
1: you don't want gummy no no yeah you do not want nope. gummy it's nope. a nightmare in your yep. mouth yep. um but that chickpea flavor was so strong still mm. in the tortilla for me so strong see i didn't get it i did not like it and then i felt like the filling i agree the tex-mex filling is more flavorful oh, man. it's a
0: party in there if
1: you like things that taste like stuff The Tex-Mex is definitely the one to go with. It's
0: like a Mardi Gras flavor. Like, there are so many conversations happening inside that burrito.
1: I wouldn't call it a Mardi Gras flavor. Okay. (laughs) I felt like it was definitely more flavorful, but it still needed a sauce. I used that spicy ranch again, and I ended up just... I tried a few bites without anything to get a sense of what it tastes like. It was nice and creamy. It had flavor, I guess, but the... um. It was the ranch really saw me through to the end of that burrito. Um, I think in a pinch, I would eat this. I still prefer the Amy's bean burrito. Mm. I think mostly because I want gluten in my tortilla. I felt like that chickpea. I have had gluten-free tortillas, though, that don't taste like this. Um, But this one tasted like this, and I did not care for it.
0: I just want to say that Mardi Gras happens in places other than Bourbon Street. It's true. I'm not saying that this was a Mardi Gras on Bourbon Street of flavors. This is like.
1: I went to a Mardi Gras in Lafayette, Louisiana when I was a teen.
0: Okay. Was that fun?
1: It was fun.
0: This is more like if the church youth group had a Mardi Gras party. Mm. It's still vibrant.
1: Yeah. How do you get the beads?
0: You ask for them. You bring them. The youth minister puts them out for people to take. You're trying to trap me. (laughs) <laughs> you try to be like the only way to get these beads is that way, and that's not true no, either. No, I'm
1: saying, what's the church way? What's the gluten free tortilla way know? of getting?
0: <laughs> I think everybody just gets beads and they you put them on. No,
1: oh, it's nice. not an
0: earning thing. I never really like the currency of beads. I did not understand until I was a grown up and I went to Bourbon Street at a time that was not Mardi Gras. I didn't realize that they were earned. Like I had made it like 20 plus years of my life without realizing that. I thought that what they were like shamrocks on st patrick's day you just wore them so i didn't i never even at like a church fe- like fellowship mardi gras it would have been weird to me that everybody just had it's like putting lays on at a at a luau oh i see just a little bit like eh, i don't think we should be doing that anymore but
1: yeah that's not that's not ours yeah to do
0: but um yeah i just thought it was like a thing like you go to a you go to a henry's 40 party and Henry's wife is handing out hats that say 40 on it. It's mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Aw. Like, get festive.
1: That's so pure.
0: Yeah. What?
1: I love it. So, so, Dave. What? On a scale of one to 10 Mardi Gras beads.
0: Whoa, really? Yeah. That's what you got to do?
1: What were you going to do?
0: Sub <laughs>
1: <laughs> Your one is better. No, once let's again. do
0: Mardi Gras beads. Mardi Gras beads. I give my, what did I have?
1: Text max. You had Santa This episode
0: say. is a shit show, by the way. What? Because, this
1: episode's great.
0: No, we teased a pizza story that was basically we got home late and that made the pizza taste good. No,
1: there was a bomb threat. The airport closed. There were twists and turns. This is
0: 2021. There are bomb threats like every <laughs> six hours everywhere.
1: I got the whole scoop on that bomb threat. And what happened is uh, this old white guy, he got into an argument at the ticket counter and decided that the words he should say is i have a bomb in my bag and they shut down the entire airport for hours
0: what's a male boomer karen name
1: i was just calling him karen in my head but that's not right darren (laughs) (laughs) listener if you have an idea for what we would call carl (laughs) no what Carl? Why are you so offended? By-
0: Good Lord, not Carl.
1: Oh, because I have a friend named Carl and he's great.
0: Okay, I have a friend named Karen. She's great.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, my name's Becky, so. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Gosh, I don't know. The name Jace popped into my head.
0: Mm, Jace is a little fringe, though, you know?
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think of like Jason? somebody. Jason?
0: Jason and Karen?
1: Oh, maybe, yeah.
0: Yeah. Huh. Might be Dave.
1: Could be. Yeah.
0: Although well, Dave seems more of a, a name like the guy who's at the, the MAGA Boat Rally, but doesn't own a boat. It's <laughs> <laughs> <And they're> just, <laughs> just hanging out on other people's boats.
1: Gross. Hey. You don't like boats? Rate that burrito. Uh, Tex-Mex? That's what it was?
0: Or you... Santa Fe? <laughs> Santa Fe. I give it six.
1: Six? Yeah. All right. Um, What about you? This was definitely a better experience. The filling was more flavorful. The texture of the tortilla definitely improved by using the air fryer. If you don't have an air fryer, I believe that there are oven directions and I suggest you follow them.
0: I can't understand why there are oven directions on a frozen burrito. They're like 45 minutes.
1: Yeah. If you've got 45 minutes, make something better. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. You're going to
0: forget. You think? You're going to fall asleep. (laughs) (laughs) i don't understand like in what world is that a 45 minute on-ramp yeah worth the time
1: i agree especially for this burrito which i'm gonna say
0: (laughs) we know we were on such a great same page and now we're gonna get on different pages
1: that's 3.5 ah (laughs) jesus christ listen that chickpea taste really ruined it for me It really did. The flavor of the filling on this one was good. And if it had been in a good wrapper, I would be giving it a higher rating like you. But uh, it wasn't. And I'm not.
0: At this point, I'm just wondering if you just have a taste in your mouth and you're reacting (laughs) to the taste in your mouth. Really? Yeah. Do you? Well, not now. (laughs) But I mean like both those times.
1: Both those times? I don't know. Maybe.
0: Maybe. Maybe. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying the show, take a second to rate review and subscribe to us on Apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcast really helps us out. And we just love reading those five star reviews. We might even read yours on the pod. We definitely will. Please love us. You can also follow (laughs) us at talking tofu on Twitter or at talking tofu pod on Instagram. I'm at line leader on Twitter and Instagram. I know I say it a lot, but I came this close to changing it (laughs) this week.
1: What were you going to change it to? I'm not going to say because some toehead's going to squat on it. And I'm at Glue and Glitter on all social media. And you can find my recipes and extended notes for these very podcast episodes at glueandglitter.com. Nice job. Thank you. That was another suggestion from Dave. And we'd love to hear from you if you have a suggestion for a food we should try, or a question, or thoughts about this cultured foie gras. Write to us at TalkinTofuPod at gmail.com. That's talking without a G. Talkin Tofu is a production of Caddington, Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats. Bye. Bye.
0: Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable.